okay i was on hinge the other day and i was looking at this guy's profile and he you know the the oh you don't know this but there's a prompt that says recently in the shower i thought of and you're supposed to say something that like is kind of funny and his was the fact that babies don't drink water and i was like what am i i like read out loud to my friend she goes yeah babies don't drink water for like the first three months i'm like what i would have fed a baby water immediately i would have killed it they only drink milk yes wait but why do hold on I confirmed it with my mother. No, I, I've i never seen a baby drink water. I've never seen a handheld child with anything besides milk going in its mouth, ever. That's are they, not they de- don't. Are they not dehydrated? We're your besties in your ear. Back for another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Mwah! Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. You, That's your new thing. It's like the arm. If you're on YouTube, which you should be because we're in a hotel room. She's always like, it's like this like... Ometer. Do I really? Mean Girl Pod. <laughs> Do I actually? You've been doing it. I don't know. I've noticed it because I'm always like, what? And then you did it again. And I'm like, what are we doing with the, the arm? I like it. It's like a welcome sunshine. It's to get people to watch us on YouTube. They, the, the audio listeners don't know what you're doing with your hand. <laughs> it's a bad tactic. I feel like you and I are both big hand talkers. We're always like, yeah. Yes. Who the other day told me less hands? Why? I love hand talkers. I, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I know. I think you could find it distracting. I love watching people talk with their hands when they have a lot of jewelry on and they like make like the, it's like ASMR with jewelry and I'm like, I could listen to this all day. Let's talk about the one and only, our favorite presenting sponsor, that beautiful pink vodka, Pink Whitney. How much do you love it? I love Pink Whitney. I I'm going to be drinking it all summer long. We're clearly obsessed. That's all we're going to drink tonight in Nashville. Pink Whitney is the number one flavored vodka, and now they have the 1.75 milliliter bottle, which is good news because you can bring it to the party and you get more Pink Whitney. I'm going to buy a shot for somebody tonight. A Pink Whitney shot. That was going to be my next line. Great for parties and sharing with friends or crushes at the bar. That's going to be your go-to, okay? (laughs) Guys, girls, head to your local bar today and take your shot of Pink Whitney or go to the liquor store and get that 1.75 liter bottle. Take it to your friend's house. Take it to the boat. Take it to the 4th of July. Cheers. I, uh, what's AS, ASMR? Where it's like, yes, 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 but yes, yeah. I think some people, yeah. Do some people think that's annoying? Uh, ASMR or do they love it? I feel like a lot of people have ASMR fetishes. Is it oddly satisfying? Yeah, I mean, it's never really done it for me, but there's like ASMR specific channels. No. Oh my god, you've never seen those? No, that would drive me. Cr- I think I, I think I would hate that. There's ASMR porn. What does it mean? That's what I think I thought it was. What is ASMR? As I don't know what it is, but it's anything where it's like, like, do, 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 do. ASMR. Hi. Welcome back to Mingo Pod. Oh, and then we all talk like this. Yeah, it's like whispering. Ew. I know it's creepy. <laughs> I have to know what it means. Like what the ASMR means? Yeah. Hey Siri. What does ASMR mean? That doesn't. Ha- she doesn't talk. Oh, a br- anonymous, an uh, autonomous sensory meridian response. But but also, did you see the first one? It says the feeling of well-being combined with tingling sensations. That is so ASMR. People get like tingling sensations from people whispering and like talking. Ew, like ew, I'm getting it in the scalp, in the back of the down the back of the neck. Wow. My background's Mykonos because I'm gonna go there. Oh yeah, where are you going? I don't know. I'm manifesting it though. I love that. I'm like planning it. I love that. I'm also manifesting. I'll be going to Europe in the near future. I need to go to Europe just because I've never been. You got to go. It's like it is just knocking on my soul. And I'm like, all right, okay, I'll go. Speaking of travel, guess what? 
I flew first class this morning. Did you really? <laughs> Don't act so surprised. Oh, well, have I? Since, have you flown first? There's a dead serious question. Have you flown first class since I met you? No, no, I've never in my entire life. This is my first time. What did you think? Well, what airline? Delta, I assume. Delta. I got upgraded for free. That's- random. Not random. Status. <laughs> yes. Those are, they do not randomly pick from the pile. No, I finally got... <laughs> <laughs> everyone's names in a hat random <laughs> like jordan 12d you're actually gonna be 1a today <laughs> no i uh finally got i've flown so much this past year i finally moved up to almost gold status or maybe i am gold i don't know so now when i upgrade i was like i'll probably get delta comfort and then all of a sudden my screen went or my boarding pass went red and i'm like bitch i'm sky priority and first class did you drink on the plane i did what did you have? <laughs> so I don't know anything about first class. Like I'm so naive to this whole process. And I thought that you just got like one alcoholic beverage for free. So I was like, obviously you have to take advantage of it. Oh. So I ordered mimosa at 10 a.m. And then I had my headphones on and I was finished with it. And the the um, flight attendant came by and I thought he was like, can I take this from you? Are you done? And I was like, yeah, thank you. And I like nodded my head and I was like, yeah, thank you so much. I think what he asked me was, do you want another? Mm-hmm. And then I got another and I was like, wait a second. They're free. Unlimited. Oh, yeah. I did not know this. They'll, people get popped in first class. I got drunk this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk at 10 a.m. this morning. That's like the best ever because you probably didn't know. Let's talk about No Days Wasted. Ooh, they're back, baby. Our favorite and scientifically backed hangover cure which is so, we, we, we always talk about this because we would just put them in our purse and you don't have to put a powder and a weird drink at the bar. You just open it up and take the capsules. It's the best. It's incredible. Summer's in full swing and no days wasted is here to help us bounce back after a night of celebrating or just not celebrating and living. There's a big misconception that you feel awful. Okay, guys, this is the one. This is the stat. You feel awful the morning after having a couple drinks because you're dehydrated. That's just 20% of the problem. Toxins are 80% of the problem. DHM Detox is the ultimate vitamin for when you celebrate. It breaks down the toxins that make you feel so bad. They use research science to make this magic happen. Okay, so I've always been like, let's just chug water, but it's like that's only helping 20%. Mm -hmm. Imagine this. A few drinks in the evening, you're having a great time, and the next morning you wake up feeling fine with no brain fog. They're the best. I love them. We're going to take some tonight in Nashville, baby. That's right. No Days Wasted is available on GoPuff, delivered to the party, the bar, or your house. Wow, that's the best. In just 20 minutes or less, just just search No Days Wasted on GoPuff. DHM Detox is a risk-free purchase, so if you don't love it, they'll refund your first 10-pack box. So give it a shot. It's a no-brainer. Check out their recovery bundles for the best recovery experience with DHM Detox and their hydration replenisher. You guys, we've got you 20% off your first order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash mean girl and use code mean girl at the checkout. That's nodayswasted.com slash mean girl for 20% off your first order. Like, is he going to bring me a bill? I, I had no idea. I will say I, not to sound, <laughs> what's the word? Uh, ungrateful. Okay. I wish I would have been on a first class flight where they like ask you your order and you can like actually have a meal. This was like an old school, small plane, like one seat on one side. Oh, were you the one or the two? I was the one. The one's the best. It was nice. You need first class to like Vegas on. Okay. The, I think the best thing in the world is first class to Vegas at like 5 p.m. So when you land, you're going out oh. and you just take full advantage. 
Oh, I love that. And you just drink, you drink the whole flight, right? And then you land and you're like, I pre-gamed for free. The best first class to get is the the automatic upgrade, not the one you paid for. Oh, never. I would never pay for first class on anything other than maybe an LA flight that's six hours from New York, but definitely like an abroad trip. I would consider it. I'll, yeah, I think a good way to look at it is anything over three hours and then the price to do it. Because yes. sometimes it's insane, but sometimes they're like, for $150, do you want to upgrade? And you're like, for four hours? Yeah. If I was a big guy, I would always do first class. The space is impeccable. It's impeccable. And you get and if you have a connection or something, you're off so fast. Yeah. And you know your bag's going to be able to go. But like, there is like that ease of it, but otherwise. So I didn't check a bag. I just did carry-ons. I was out of the plane immediately. Like, I saved probably 45 minutes doing that. Oh, man, that's right up your alley. Yeah, it was lovely. It's really right. It's efficient. And I just love a mimosa. I'm on a mimosa kick lately. I've been having margaritas. That scares me. I know. Actually, we can say where, where we are right now. We're at the One Hotel because this comes out on Monday and I'll be back in New York by then. My friend told me the One Hotel is the best margaritas. This one? Well, I think just the chain. Oh, oh, oh I've never had a margarita one. Might have to. Ever. I've never done that. We're going to go, let's get, I want to look at our list. Yeah. Alex and I've been doing this new thing. I think we talked about it last week. We're like, let's just write down random things that happen to us and then chat about them. And it's the best. It's so much like better. It keeps us on our toes. Cause we realized when we chat too much about the episode, it becomes, it seems to be too, it's never scripted, but it seems too robotic sometimes. But this is like very like impromptu. I never know what you're going to say or what we're going to talk about. And I like doing all the ads at the end too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like we can just flow and talk. Because they care so much. Because you guys are so concerned when we do our ads. When we slip our ad reads in. Wait, let's talk about what we're going to do in Nashville. Okay. Um, well, tonight we're going out. Yes. I don't even know what we're doing. You sent me a voice memo and honestly, I was drunk. So I just was like option number one. I was like door number one door one I know I was like okay door one I actually thought for sure you were picking two so I was like oh okay no. I don't care I gave you I gave I held the keys to the two options so I like them both I don't remember the two options I genuinely was like all I heard was rooftop and number one and I was like door number one I don't remember what either of the options are did I is it bad did I pick a bad choice no number one is like rooftop on the end of facing the river on the end of Broadway Okay. And number two was like a slight Uber. I walked it, but we, I think we would Uber it if we had like any type of shoe on other than tennis shoe to St. Anejo, which people say is like the best Mexican here and the marks were fire. So it's just, it just depends what you want, what vibe you want. Wait, did you cancel the second one? No. I uh, might. We could do the bar. Okay. I might want the second one just because if you say best marks in Mexican food in Nashville, like I feel like I have to. I'll let you decide. No. We'll think about it. Because I feel like I don't, you know, which two, op, like what two, the two options are. I'm like, I have no idea. They're both, you know, and they're both good options, but it's just a matter. Well, we'll do this later. Yeah. People, <laughs> they're like, like shut up. What? Okay. Okay. I'm going to just close my eyes and pick one of these. That's terrifying. Okay. This one. What, what did I put my hold on? Wait. What'd you, what'd you do? Uh, Paying because he didn't show up to breakfast. Okay, so I'm gonna mark these when we do them. That happened. I was so I'm, I was meaning to tell you guys a story weeks ago. So one of my friends, the I think that this is I don't know how I feel about this. So she went out in New York City. She met a guy at a bar. They started talking and they exchanged numbers. Met a guy like was meeting a guy there or happened to meet the guy next door. Sorry, very good question. Um, met randomly at a bar. Okay, like exchanged numbers, vibe the whole night. Um, I 
no they did not go back to each other's place but he was like you know how when you're drunk you make plans and you're like oh my gosh let's get breakfast tomorrow morning let's hang oh, out tomorrow morning and yes i'll book that trip and yeah and i'm gonna do all these things and then the next morning you're like i'm not doing any of that well then you wake up and everyone should just know that whatever plan you made drunk isn't gonna happen sober you have to you correct delete but this poor girl so she's talking to this guy and he's like let's go to bubby's the next day like let's have brunch together and they picked a time a place everything and she was like okay i'll see you there let's just say one 1 p.m so she goes the next day. He doesn't show up. And she texts him and she's like, where are you? And he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't think this was actually a thing because what normal person, I don't want to be mean, but what normal person would, but he Venmoed her money to get food for herself. And I was like, wait, that's actually the sweetest thing someone could do. Okay. I'm okay. Or is it a cop out? I don't know. It's not a cop-out. No one is showing up to Bubby's at 1 p.m. No, I mean, like, is the money thing a cop-out just so we just have to deal with it? No. No, I don't think he had to deal with it at all ever again. If I, Okay. I think, one, why did she not text him or he text her beforehand? That's what my other friend said. She goes, I never will go to a location until I confirm with the person that we're still on. Hey, we still on for 1 p.m. He probably would have gone. Yeah. But he, because he, because neither of them heard. Uh, yeah. So that's a wash. Mm-hmm. But no, I think if she's like, hey, where are you? And he's like, oh my God, there's no way I thought it was serious. It could be over right then. He didn't yeah. owe her a thing. I think he must have liked her though and was like, wait. Now, I will say this. What? With, with no follow-up. And then if they both showed up at 1 p.m., that's like a movie scene. That's like the cutest meet cute ever. That's like, wait, we actually came. And then they could laugh about it. In fact, I, did, I knew you weren't coming. And then he's like, I mean, I knew you weren't coming. And they both went. What's that word? Um, co- Destiny. I keep wanting to say cosmetic. <laughs> cosmetic. Do, you know do you know what I'm thinking of? No. Are you trying to say like meet cute or like where it's like the universe brings two people together? Co- cosmet. It's like it's like cosmetic, but not cosmetic. Like. If something happens, because I can't pronounce the word either. Wait, I don't even know. I'm trying to help with, like, for example, me and my roommate, we're trying to move and we went and got dinner at this really good Mexican restaurant on the Upper East Side. And then the next day, the apartment we were looking at was right next door. And she's like, oh, it's coincidence. No. Oh, I was like, oh, no. And she's like, maybe it's meant to be. It's so, I don't know the word. Oh, my God. Wait. It's so, wait, okay, oh, it's right next door. It's so, I don't know. I can like hear the word in my head, but I can't pronounce it. Now that, you saying it in that light, I think I, I think I know it. It'll probably hit me tonight. Also, please don't DM us it. Don't tell us. <laughs> don't tell us the word. We'll, we will know it by then. We if will it exists. know it in an hour. Yeah, we're going to know it. Yeah, <laughs> check. Okay, that, I love that. I like that story. Thank you. Yeah. Can we talk about something quick? Yes. <laughs> okay, first of all, I was sitting in bed today waiting for you and I was like, so strange that we get paid just to talk to each other (laughs) (laughs) i was because you ever think about that like just like today i was in an uber and i was like it's so weird that we trust random people to drive us around you ever had those thoughts oh my gosh yes but then then i think about well one like (laughs) no no she just no no i was like she surely doesn't mean the water (laughs) Wait, how many mimosas did you have? I'm not drunk right now. I was looking at this, making sure it was still recording. And I was trying to multitask and grab this because I didn't want you to think I wasn't paying attention. She was trying to grab her water, but it wasn't close. <laughs> and I was like, holy cow. Oh, this is water, by the way. No, my mimosa was at 10. It's like, what, 2 o'clock now? I'm sober now. And yeah, I yeah. ate and showered. Oh, you did eat. Oh, I saw the room service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what'd you get? 
a Caesar salad. Oh, yum. Um, okay, do you know what else I've been thinking about? What? Like, okay, so Uber never existed, right? Because there was like cabs and then somebody made Uber. Mm-hmm. Novel. Now we don't know. I, I can't imagine traveling somewhere. Airports. I mean, I know you take taxis all the time, but sometimes there's not taxis. Like Uber's made our life completely different. I was looking at li- like a liquid death water the other day. And I was like, I'm so drawn to those. Like I'm insanely, I want a whole pack at home. And I was like, somebody just took a basic water bottle, put it in a can, slapped phenomenal branding on it. And like, it's worth millions, billions. It's like taking such simple industries and making them better. Mm -hmm. Every time I break down a box, I'm like, can someone please unify this? Make it, you know what I'm I'm like? And it is so, so to your point, it's so odd that we let strangers drive us, but I don't want to not let them drive us. No. It's even like when I'm moving, we're looking at one bedroom flex walls. I'm like, genius. Whoever invented the flex wall, there's one company in New York who does it all. A flex wall? Yeah. Yeah, that is smart. I'm like, no need to invent something new. Just make something that's already invented better. Now, now I'm thinking, what was the flex wall invented? Or should we, should we make it better? I think we could make it better. You know, I'm always like, I'm always thinking about that. I'm like, what like the peanut butter and jelly that's my favorite example they had the uncrustable then chubby came along and they just they took something every kid wants makes it better now they've got those healthier lunchables i'm like people are um you know what else is like so crazy to me sort of like the uber thing Mm -hmm. like the guy that let me up to your room like he could also come in your room like we just like these people have these all access hotel keys and we're just like perfect it's kind of weird how much we don't trust people and how weird we do trust people that that's a bridge to one of my topics oh god what well I was it's so I'm reading this book and okay actually I'm gonna go here first this is an episode I was listening to okay how when you have your like when you're thinking okay we never doubt negative thoughts but we always doubt positive thoughts so I was like listening to this guy who studied Gandhi and he was saying when you're depressed you never doubt if you're depressed when you're angry at somebody, you're never questioned if you're angry. You know you're angry. You know you're depressed. You know you lied. You know um, if you're anxious. And you're always like, oh, my gosh. Like, I feel these things so strongly. When you're really happy, you're like, well, when's the other shoe going to drop? You know? Oh. Or you're like, I love that person. I'm so scared of that, though. Why, do, why am I scared of that? Instead of, like, I hate them, you know you feel that emotion. But you never let yourself be like, I'm happy and I just love them. You're always like, I'm so scared of when that's going to fall off. That's so funny you said that. Cause it, so um, maybe like, I don't know, like five months ago when I was seeing that one guy more consistently, I remember one day, because I love sad music. I love listening to music. It makes me cry. I love to think about like old heartbreaks. I don't know. It's uh. just something I love to do. But I remember when I was seeing him, I was like, wait, this music it hits different because I'm not sad. Why am I happy? I feel weird being happy. And then today... I remember I was sitting eating my Caesar salad and I was like, I'm happy. Why am I happy? This is weird. When am I going to be sad again? I remember thinking those exact thoughts. But when I'm sad, I'm never like questioning that once. I'm like, I'm sad. Maybe I'll be happy again. I don't know. But you know you're sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why when we're happy, are we not just knowing that we're happy? Yeah. It's like so you said, yeah, happy, angry, honest, all those things. Like we start to doubt and I was like, wow, we do. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And then, okay, the other thing kind of like on that that I was reading is, I used to have it. Okay, how you appear. Okay, you know when you were in like middle school or elementary school 
and there was like the cool kids, let's say. Mm-hmm. Let's say there's like three popular girls. And they're all up for homecoming queen. And they have the three popular guys, like we've seen in a million movies. And they will have a party, but there's only six of them. So they invite, they start inviting little ancillary people. And they're like, y'all can all come. And we all go to the party. But the three and the three are stuck together, mm-hmm. right? Because they're the three queens and the three kings. And then everybody else around them is like pretending to have fun. And they're like, yeah, I'm here. But they're not, they're never in the circle, so to speak. And so the girl writing this book is speaking as the one that was always invited to the party, but never in. Oh. And so she was like, it didn't matter how I really felt because how I really felt was I didn't want to be there. I would have been having so much more fun eating popcorn with my mom and dad, like watching a movie on the couch. But instead I thought I should want to be invited to this party. So I went because it's the cool thing to do. Then when I'm there, it didn't, it didn't matter how I actually felt. It, it mattered how I appeared to be feeling. So if I was having fun and I was cool to be invited to the party and, and then everyone looked at me and thought I was having fun, how you appear to feel is how others perceive you. Yeah. Instead of just how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I think there's two layers to it. Like one, you're already doing something outside of you. So there's that component. You don't even want to be there. But number two, once you're there, we'll take it as far as being like, well, act happy because we're supposed to. Just, but then you say, for what? Why do, why do we act happy because we're supposed to? So everyone around you thinks you're having fun? Yeah. It's like this concept. Of, I was like, oh, so how you appear to feel. Like, I think I take it to certain stages of our lives where you're supposed to be happy or sad, depending on what's happening to you. And it's like, or you could really be like, yeah, these things that are happening suck. I'm happy. Like, I'm actually really happy. And then... But nobody will take that unless you appear happy to all of them and like their definition of happy. Otherwise, if you're not living by their definition, then you're not happy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's the story of my life. Like right now, I, I'm moving because I feel like that's my personality trait. Like finding apartments is the most stressful thing. It's a full-time job. But every time I'm looking at these apartments, I'm like, why am I moving? I My apartment is, I mean, I live in a shoebox, but it's fine. It's cheap as can be it's doable but then whenever I think about why I'm moving I'm like well I want to move because I want a nicer place I'm like why do I want a nicer place oh because I want people to come over and be like oh she's not poor like when I think about getting a new place it's for other people to to think of me in a different way because I'm afraid if people come over and see how shitty my apartment is they'll think less of me which I know is such like weird thoughts because I have no friends who would actually think that but I'm always like I'm moving so other people perceive me in a different way okay that's interesting because when you see someone with a really nice apartment your first thought is oh they have their life together oh they're well off oh they're so mature oh this or that but then so I don't know for some reason I look at my apartment I'm like this is how I feel like people will perceive me if they see my apartment but I'm like deep down I'm content with my apartment it's literally cheap and I'm never home so it does its job oh that's so fascinating because okay so I, I always think about hotel rooms mm-hmm. or how we talk about boob jobs or things like that. So I, I want the biggest hotel room I can get for the same price, right? If there's an upgrade available on my app, I'm like, you got to give it to me. I'm not, not so anybody can see it because truly I'm happier if I have space, mm-hmm. especially living in New York. That's for me. Right. But I see what you're saying. Like, like if you, if it's the same boob job thing, like if you're like, I truly want to look in the mirror and just love my tits versus like, I mean, I just want that guy to think I'm hot. Yeah. And so it's like, 
I think you can always get still because there's not a right or wrong answer. If you want to move because, oh my God, you want to see grass or you hate your bathroom and you just like, I really want to, whatever it is, I think that's so valid. But I think if you're like, I think it's cool that you can recognize like, I like, I'm, I'm fine in my apartment. The only reason I want to move is so people think of me differently mm-hmm. versus I'm actually happier when I hit the door. Well, and also ask me how many people have come to my apartment in two years maybe five you've never even been there so most of my friends have never even been there like people don't come over based off of where I live so I'm like why do I even care my roommate actually said something to me yesterday that like really opened my eyes I'm trying to think if I can I'm trying to make sure I word it correctly but she was her example was looking for new jobs because in her like a like a year ago she was looking for a new job which she has now and her dad was like never leave a job oh what is it? it's like never leave something oh, I can't oh crap I can't remember what it is I have to think for a second it was like never leave something not something like never leaving to chase something only leave if something about like don't leave a job because you're chasing a new one only leave a job if one that you want like come something like that crap I'm gonna have to text her and ask her that quote because it was like a bit like a very monumental moment. I was like, wow, I really love this quote, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. I wonder what it is. I'm going to text her. Okay. I'm like, what's that quote you told me yesterday? <laughs> what was that quote? Um, I, I guess I have to hear the quote first to know what I think. Yeah. I mean, she's going to probably take a year to text back, but we'll see. What's the quote your dad told me yesterday? That's what I just wrote. Told. <laughs> what's the quote your dad? Told? I can't do anything these days. What's the quote your dad told you that you told me? We'll come back to it. I'm getting my period, so it's it, I'm in that that week where I can't like talk straight, think straight. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. My period's been really bad lately. Like it's coming later, and it's oh. the cramps are worse, and it's have, like I'm not cr- uh, crabby anymore. I'm just tired. I have that to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, if I'm getting mine, that means you're getting yours. Oh, yeah, and we are. We are about four weeks from Charlotte. It's already been four weeks since Memorial Weekend. Remember remember how we were then? Yeah. We, we were cramping. I wonder if pe- That was actually a really good episode. I was going to say, I wonder if people can tell where we're at in our cycles based off our episode. Because, like, I definitely have less energy mm-hmm. really close to my period. So I just wonder if people are like, yeah, that was like a lower energy episode. Oh, yeah. I wonder. I don't know. I don't know either. I, uh, oh, she texted me. Wow, that was so fast. Okay, what'd she say? She said, don't run from a job, run towards a job. So it's like, don't, r- like for me, it was like, don't run from this apartment just to run. Only run from your apartment if you find, if your dream apartment is like hitting you in the face. Okay, I was going to say, I, I was going to have a really big problem with the original quote. Yeah. Because I'm not for, because I think it breeds complacency mentality. I don't remember what I said originally. It was something along the lines of like, don't leave one thing unless you for sure have the other. Yeah. But I think it's like, because then I think we get stuck. Oh yeah. No, this is what I meant. Okay. I can say it again if you want. Yeah. Say it one more time. So hers was, don't run from a job. Don't run from a job. Run towards a job. Love it. So like for me, don't run from your apartment, run towards your apartment, like only run to the next apartment. Like if the one that you actually want is hitting you in the face, don't just like run from an, run from something just to run. Right. Don't just run. Yeah. 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 I, I actually, I like that because, um, Drake one time posted before, back before he was successful, he lived successful. 
Like mm-hmm. he lived this life of like pre Degrassi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he was like, I always kind of had this like thing going on where some of my friends would be like, you do too much or you live a little too large. And he was like, people would think I was doing it to show off. But he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm training my mentality. Like I know where I'm ending up. And so he's like, I'm just already living my life. And I was like, I always think that's kind of cool. I literally, <laughs> I, it's so weird. I feel like everything you're saying, I'm like, wow, I just thought that today. It's like I'm the f- living in the future. Yeah. But I, when I did first class, I was like, I, I like was making a TikTok and I was like, I'm just training myself for my future. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like, I, I think so. I think so many times people get, okay. So sometimes people are like, oh, I am so proud of myself because I hit a goal. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I think it's funny that we don't think about that of more of like, you're so proud of yourself for what you were capable of. Yeah. Like, like I'm glad you're proud and I'm glad you set the goal. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, you should hit it every time. Like, if you are capable for it, I really want, it's like, we're like, I hit it. And it's like, we're also not clapping that, like, you ordered breakfast. Because, like, you are capable of all these things. But we think that they're, it's like, we don't realize our potential. Yeah. But I think by him living that way, he's like, no, I knew my potential. Mm-hmm. And I just acted on it. I was, I was talking to a friend the other day who's staying for one month in, like, this really cool apartment. And she was like, I love this place. And I was like, oh my God, one day you're going to get it. She's like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, that was like, that was it. Yeah. And she just like knew. And I was like, oh, I love like thinking about things that way of like, I was also, I also heard today, like you make a, you, so you set a goal and sometimes we'll be like, it would be awesome if I hit the ceiling, but if not like right below, it's cool too. But it's like, instead we could think I'm going to hit the ceiling or above it. Yeah, I always say, like, I mean, I want to be rich one day. I'm not going to lie about that. And I always say, when I'm rich. I never say, if I'm going to be rich. I'm always like, well, when I'm rich, I'll do this. And my friends have been like, what I love that you said that. I'm like, well, it's going to come true. Like, never say, if you're going to be rich one day, you'll do it. When you're going to be rich one day, you do it. Because what you start to tell yourself will come true. Mm -hmm. Like, you're a true reflection of your reality. Yeah, and I even and I think people should get like specific with it. Like, okay, so rich. Okay, so um, I'm gonna start a wine company. Mm-hmm. But then it's like wine company. No, but like not just start a wine like a vineyard, like a global one that's like the top selling. Yeah. So it's like that's like the floor, and then you like build on it, and people are like, I'm dreaming so big, and it's like dreaming is a form of planning. Yeah, I was listening to Mel Robbins podcast. I mean, I listen to her podcast like every day, but one thing she was talking about was you should write down five things you want every day, even if it's different every day. It could be you want a Chanel bag. It could be you want to get a million dollars. You want the most successful podcast in the world. And I do that every morning now. And she was saying it's like, because if you put that out there, your brain, something in your brain will start to activate for it to start striving for those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just wish more people... I mean, it's really hard to believe in yourself. We're all working on it and knowing your worth. But I just wish more people like believed in their potential and knew that they could do most things that they put their mind to. Could do all, like almost like seriously all of them. I don't know who taught us that we can't do what we what we put our mind to. With the exception of being like, right now I'm going to go to the moon. Yeah. Like that's, that'd be difficult. But I mean, think about it. If X, Y, and Z can start X, Y, and Z, why can't you? Well, and they always will tell you when you watch the documentaries on them. I mean, they're always like, I mean, yeah, I just started doing it because they loved it. And then like before they knew it, it's like one comes to another. I would like to ask like Phil Knight or somebody. Who's that? The founder of Nike or like a Zuckerberg. That was my first guess. Oh, yeah. I'm like obsessed with him. Be like, did you know? Like you knew, right? Because you wouldn't have have maxed out all those credit cards like you knew. 
in the in your gut well they believed in themselves they kept maxing out those cards because they knew one day they were going to create a successful brand they maybe didn't know what it was going to be before they maxed out but they knew they were about to create something so big where the the reward would benefit them one day and it would pay back all those credit cards the gut feeling it's just like and I feel like over time I've gotten so much better at that but I just want to shake people when they even my friend the other day saying you can't have everything you want in a relationship or someone being like my dreams are too big it's like no they're not and yes you can have everything if you just believe in yourself right I just want to shake people yeah (laughs) like life is short you literally live once Mm -hmm. why don't you just go for what you want what's the worst that will happen oh you'll fail oh whoop-de-doo we all fail at things like suck it up or somebody will say no like I would so much rather somebody say no than me not ask like me me being like I'm not gonna apply for that job because I'm not gonna get it you don't even have a shot at getting it if you don't apply literally like I was talking to these two guys the other day and they were saying like oh when you go out do you approach guys and I was like no I never do I was like I, I literally was like if I go out with Alex she approached them for me it's great <laughs> and they were like well why not and I was like I, I, I don't I don't know actually and they're like you do realize like guys love and girls um guys love and girls approach them like also with everything that's happened with like sexual assault and me too and stuff men are like very scared of approaching girls because they don't want to come off as creepy so now more than ever men love when women approach them and I feel like in all aspects of my life, I'm so okay, like with rejection and just shooting my shop, but with approaching people that I think are cute at the bars, I never do. And now this summer, my whole goal this summer is to just approach any guy at the bar that I think is cute because I struggle in that area, but I think I'll be a billionaire one day. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. No, I, I think though. So tonight, if I see a cute boy, you better force me to approach them. I will. I will force you to approach them. I have this, like, very good feeling, too, about natural decision. Like, I think it's just going to be very, one of those, like, fun. Have you seen the TikTok trend the last summer? Do you think I've seen the TikTok trend? <laughs> no. <laughs> so there's this TikTok trend going around called the last summer where single girls are, you should always go into, I guess you could use this in any aspect of your life, okay. going into a season of your life training your brain that it's the last time you'll ever live this Mm. way so single girls are like this is my last summer ever single so i better live it up and then they go and have like the craziest summer of their life Mm. and it could i mean it could be you wanting to move to new york city next year so you're like this is the last summer i'll be in oklahoma i better live up oklahoma because i'll move to new york it could be about anything but i'm like I just like even having that mentality. I'm like, good things are going to happen. That's a good, I like that mentality actually a lot. It's very highly applicable. Yeah. I, I mean, feel you like. could even use it. Like anyone can use it. Well, I could be like, this is my last time in Nashville. Yes, you could. Or like, but I want to come back to Nashville. So I'm trying to think of like how. Well, you know, you don't have to Oh do my it. God. I could do the trend every day for the next eight days. And be like, this is my last eighth to last day in my twenties. I could, I could milk that trend. Will you send it to me or I'll find it. Oh my God, Alex, you're going to be 30. I know. In, well, actually a week and two days. Is that the timing? Next Saturday is the thir- yeah. or first of July. Yep. What are you doing 30. for your birthday? NASCAR. Oh, yes. Yes, my happiest time of life. <laughs> I will be in NAS- in Chicago for the NASCAR race. And you're here for NASCAR as well. Yeah. Bar <laughs> opening in NASCAR. Oh, yeah. that's We're excited about the bar opening. I think it's going to be really fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a great, great location. I just feel funny today. First class girly, we did that. I can tell you feel funny. I like love it. 
Yeah, can you tell I feel funny? Yes, Do I, I can, seem off. No, I, no, you, no, you don't seem <gasps> off to me. Like there's versions of us, and it's like we've seen them. So I'm like, I've seen this one. I just feel so loopy, That's like, like chaotic. Like I could oh. literally. I if you put a, if you put one plus one in front of me, I'd be like, I don't know, maybe it's three. Like, You're like I, don't, I don't really care. And I promise it's not because I had mimosas. I've been like this all week. Oh, it's kind of like giddy though. Even in therapy, I was like, something's wrong with me, and she's like, You're fine. Like, no <laughs> something's wrong with me i was like i can't function i was like i get so fixated and i can't function it's just like the weirdest thing what are you getting fixated on i get fixated on everything like that light i could just stare at it and then be like oh wait sorry oh my god i have not noticed that light yet because i've been staring at the traffic like you could tell me like the other day my friend told me that she wants to move out of new york which is just so like don't even say that to me because i'll start to panic because i want to be live here for a long time and then the whole day that's all i thought about and everything every time she brought something up big like, well you, you're gonna move so it doesn't even matter Okay, so where does that come from? Does that come from that you want your friend to live near you or you feel like she's rejecting your city? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And if there's one thing you know about Mean Girl Pod, I think we both mentioned it this episode. I think we always talk about therapy more than anything else. Therapy, therapy, therapy. I'm like, I went three times last week and feel better than ever. The greatest flag of all is if someone goes to therapy. We love therapy. That's why we love BetterHelp because getting to know yourself is a lifelong process. This is because we're always changing and growing. Therapy is about deepening your self-awareness and understanding to help you discover your best self, which is... Kind of like a moving target, I think we would say. <laughs> BetterHelp connects you with the licensed therapist who can take you on your journey of self-discovery and meet you where you are. Sometimes we become so busy that self-care can take a back seat and then you end up playing defense, not offense. So give put yourself first this summer and for the rest of your life because therapy is the best. And it can be an effective way to give yourself the time that you deserve. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch at any time for no additional charge. For more balance with BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Mean Girl. Um, maybe abandonment issues. Like I'll live here and all my friends and everyone I love will disappear one day. But do you feel it on a level of she doesn't like the city or she doesn't like you? Um... Neither. I feel it on a, I'm so afraid of abandonment. I'm afraid I'm going to be abandoned one day. So no matter where you lived, you yeah. would think this? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's a you level. Yeah, it's fully me. Okay. But um, I was just fixated on that thought the whole day. And I'm like, Jordan, get the thought out of your head. She's not moving for another two years, if that. She has a lease. Oh, yeah. She's not going anywhere. I know. I, I get very fixated on futuristic thoughts that are irrational. Okay. <laughs> um, hypotheticals. Yes. Yep. We can't, we're, yeah, I've not I've been allowing my brain to do those. I know I, I, um, I in therapy have been working on taking that thought and vanishing it because it's not helpful to overthink. Well, and it's not even happening. No, but it's like my brain's filled with all these thoughts constantly that I can't think straight about anything. It's just, I've been in a weird headspace this past like week, but I've been so like weirdly happy. Mm hmm. I don't know what's going on with me. It'll pass. I think it's because of my period. Yeah, I do think it's like foggy. I, I have been in like the best headspace I've been in in probably this year. Really? The past like four days. Yeah. I had to. I was like, let's whip it into shape, girl. I love that for you. Yeah. I was like, let's. I've been, I did three therapy sessions, um, but it was like untangling. And then it was like peaceful. It felt peaceful. Like I felt in, at peace and like um, less chaotic. I think like some, I think I would like to not go into it. Okay. 
Let's pick another one. Babies don't drink water. That's okay. Oh my God. Is that true? Yes. The other day, my, f- okay. I was on hinge the other day and I was looking at this guy's profile and he, you know, the, the, oh, you don't know this, but there's a prompt that says recently in the shower, I thought of, and you're supposed to say something that like is kind of funny. And his was the fact that babies don't drink water. And I was like, what am I? I like read it out loud to my friend. She goes, yeah, babies don't drink water for like the first three months. I'm like, what? I would have fed a baby water immediately. I would have killed it. They only drink milk. Yes. Wait, but why do... Hold on. I confirmed it with my mother. No, I, I've i never seen a baby drink water. I've never seen a handheld child with anything besides milk going in its mouth ever. That's are they, not they de- don't. Are they not dehydrated? Well, that's what I thought. I'm like, why can't... Humans can't go that long without water. Why can babies go that long without water? And also, if a baby was never fed water, would it be able to survive its whole life? Or just one day something just clicking them in their systems like, I need water to survive. I mean, yeah. What age in the mom handbook does it say start giving them water? Right. And no milk. Is, does milk have water in it? Is I milk mean, semi-hydrating? You couldn't drink milk for the rest of your life. You'd have to have water. You would have to. What age? But I was I was mind blown. I was like, wait a second. So you're telling me biologically one day a baby can just start drinking water, but they can survive three months without water? Oh my God. Wow. They, at six months, you can give your small baby small amounts of water. How does a baby survive six months without water? Six Humans don't long. survive, I think, more than like, what, six weeks without water? Can you Google that? How long are you? Been? I can Google it too. Wait, I, I think there must be some sort of water basin formula. Infant know. formula. Breast milk. Is breast milk hydrating? A human can go three days without water. Three days, but a baby can go six months. Okay. No, ba- babies, they are hydrated off their mother's milk. But I wouldn't be hydrated off a mother's milk at this age. No, 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 no. I know you wouldn't because I think they must get, they needed at the beginning to have their bones strengthened. I don't know. I That's a great shower thought. What's your answer to that? Well, you didn't pick that prompt. No, I did. It made me, it made me match with him. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, what's your answer to the prompt? Do you have that on your profile? No, I don't. Okay. No, I was, it was, um, I don't know what I think about in the shower. Usually dying <laughs> yeah no I was gonna say I don't have like some people say their most like their best thoughts come from the shower yeah I actually have very creative thoughts in the shower but then I don't have a piece of paper to write them down then I forget them I don't have oh my god I recently realized that my airpods were waterproof so I've been showering with like my airpods in like jamming out oh yeah they're waterproof you can get them wet. I wash my hair with them in and I listen to music the entire time and if somebody calls I'm like answer boom headphones podcast shower wait what series do you have? I don't know. My dad washed his headphones and texted me. He was like, oh my God, they still work. They're waterproof. And I was like, boom. Wow, I need to try that. Yeah, you've got to try it. It's, it's like euphorical. Um, you know how I told you my astrologist told me that I'll meet my soulmate traveling like in a traveling way? Uh-huh. Okay, so the weirdest thing keeps happening to me. You keep getting seated by cute boys? No, I've never sat next to a cute boy on a plane. Mm-hmm. I keep meeting guys who don't live in New York city. It, it's becoming a joke with me and my friends where they're like, this is your, this is your brand. Like I went on a few dates with that. Remember the guy I stayed up till five thirty AM with, mm-hmm. he doesn't even live in New York. He's moving to New York eventually, but he doesn't even live in New York. He just is here for work all the time. Match with this other guy in, in uh, New York. He asked me on a date, tells me later on, he actually lives in Connecticut. Oh, I'm like, what is with me meeting all these money? Cause you know me, I meet a guy every time we go somewhere. Yeah. 
in New York, every guy matched with Unhinged doesn't live in Manhattan. I'm like, is this like the universe telling me that like this is actually a real thing or is it playing games with me or do I just attract people who don't live in Manhattan? But it's driving me insane. Well, I think it's good to not attract people that live in Manhattan because I didn't realize until last episode, I think it was Ashley, I thought the way she painted the picture of like guys that live in Manhattan don't really traditionally, unless they did just move there or something, there's like 20 of the same person. Yeah, but I want my like future boyfriend to live in the same city as me. I, I think it's long distance. I think it's very possible that he could move there, or, like life could bring you together. But I think your astrologist is right. You're not going to find him like planted in New York, living there currently. Yeah, I just, I'm just like getting to the point where I'm like, I can't. One more man. I'm like, you need to live in Manhattan. Yeah, but think about all the ones you've dated that have lived in Manhattan. That is fact. Is there one of them that you would want to copy paste? No, I, I, there's not one ex of mine that I, I would want to copy paste. I'd rather eat my left arm than ever redate anyone. Yeah, so I think, I think your astrologist is right. Like, you could meet them. I could see you meeting somebody that lives, at, let's say Nashville, for example, because we're here, and he's very, like, fluent in his job. He's like, I can actually live anywhere. Goes to New York a couple times, and he's like, okay, I never thought about living here. I really like it. And then he moves there. Because, like, you live there. But mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know that he's, like, decided to move there randomly as a single guy and then is out on the town. Yeah, it's hard meeting people who don't live in New York, like, live in a different state. Because I feel like with New York, it's not one of those states where people are like, yeah, I can live there. It's like either I will live there or I'm never living there. It's one of those states. It's mm-hmm. zero or 100. I've never met someone who's like, yeah, maybe. They're pretty, like, definite with their decision. Yes, unless... Because I did have a friend come visit and we were like walking around like a different you you think New York is Times Square mm-hmm. and you're yes. like I could never live there and then you go to a Soho and I think people are like wait a second I could do yeah. this or Brooklyn even Hoboken could I ident- a lot of people could identify with a lot of different things yeah New York has a place for everyone but you're sorry everyone just assumes like oh it's Times Square and it's so expensive and I would hate it the people and it's like you gotta go it took me honestly until recently to like love and understand where I wanted to go in New York and like walk and all of that. And I mean, that's almost two years. That's true. I know. I got really lucky where I live. I absolutely love it. And I, and I think if I was planted in a different neighborhood or borough, whatever people call it, I would not like New York as much as I do. Yeah. See, and that's where I'm at right now too. I'm like, I can't leave now. I'm like, I love mine and I'm like, I can't leave it. You're going to stay in your borough. I think so. What's your borough? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tell the world. <laughs> Say your street name. <laughs> I can't picture you living anywhere but your little borough. No, I could go to one of the neighboring ones. Yeah. I, can, I know that I can walk to them all and I've like learned my streets, mm-hmm. but I'm like, this is it. I mean, I could, I could see you being a Tribeca girly one day. I would love that. Yeah. So eliminate that. I don't live there now. Nope. That's not the one. I do like Tribeca. I like, I, I'll show you. I'll tell you a couple places I like. Um, all right. Well, let's see. Number. Um, mm. What? I was going <laughs> to say I have, I do have something that I've just been wanting to really argue with recently. Okay, what? You know what's, I'm just like really getting sick of. And I actually think it's one of the most, wait, what? I was just wondering like, the, I was looking at the four hours. Is it going down? No, it's at 27 minutes, I believe. Yeah, it's going up, okay. Yeah. I don't know what the four, the four is. <laughs> Nick's going to see this and be like, what the fuck? Four hours and 27 minutes. are struggling today. Talking. Um, you know what I'm really getting sick of? Like, it's it's to the point where I, next time I see it, I want to rip it out of someone's hand and throw it on the ground. Vapes. Yeah. I've had enough of vaping. 
I think it's the most disgusting habit. And I'm not talking about the casual drunk vaping. Like, I do it all the time. Okay. I was at the gym the other day. And no, was not at the gym. Don't worry. Oh. I was looking out the window and I see this guy. He's probably like 45, suave as can be. And yes, I'm stereotyping right now. He looked very handsome, very, very cute. He's walking down the street. All of a sudden he whips out something. And he starts to suck on it, blows it out. It's a vape. And I, immediately I'm like, you're disgusting. I'm like, I can't handle vaping. I think it's the most disgusting habit in the world. And I mean, it's definitely triggering because I've dated people who vape but i just like i'm sick of it i'm sick and tired of seeing people just suck on these things all throughout the city soberly throughout the day okay well we're gonna break it down a little bit i don't want to break it down (laughs) gotta break it down i'm i'm with you i i'm i but i gotta know what drives you so crazy about it it's just gross looking okay it's gross looking or do you look at it and you're like you're harming your lungs no i could care less what you do about the lung thing so you're literally just think it's gross looking i i think it's so gross that someone can't control themselves where they can't not suck on this little plastic thing for two seconds like this person's dressed up in a suit ready to go to work and he has to suck on a vape to go or you see people with their friends they have to like quick suck on a vape at dinner it's like can you not just go five minutes without just like sucking on this little plastic toy that gives you a hit of whatever yeah but i i think i'm just i have to take the other side here okay i get it i get it from a health standpoint of like sometimes i see somebody smoking like yeah. I have a neighbor that that clearly goes outside like all throughout the night to smoke and it like my heart breaks because oh. I'm like you're so addicted like I hate that they say smoking is one of the hardest like I'm just like and I you're inside like I truly am sad about mm-hmm. that the vaping thing if it's if it's not a health thing I'm you know I'm paralleling it to in my head what texting like can you not sit through dinner and not pull your phone out yeah easily no but I'm saying like but a lot of people can't oh and if I see people do that I'm like you're you know what, what it is? I actually think I can't handle people who have no self-control. That's what I think it is. I think it's more that. I don't think it's like the vape. Because I see guys hawk loogies all, Ew. The, all the time. I'm just like, grow up. I'm like, can you? Could you not? Yeah, maybe it goes back to that. Maybe I'm just like on the verge of like, can anyone just have some self-control and like motivation? and <laughs> Motivation? <laughs> or not motivation? What if they got off cigarettes and got onto vaping and they're like highly motivated? Motivating isn't a good word. I'm um, just like. Self-control, I guess. I don't know. And maybe I'm triggered because of the past few guys I've um, talked to seriously had tobacco nicotine addictions. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I'm just like, see this really hot older man walking and I'm like, oh, there's him sucking on his vape at seven in the morning. And it just grosses me out. Yeah. I don't care if you do it when you're drunk, like whatever, if you just hit it here or there. But if I can't, I couldn't date someone who vapes regularly. It's a, it's an absolute no for me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I ask people like not the first but when I'm on dates people I like will ask them like, do you do drugs do you vape I just have no tolerance for it anymore yeah no, and I think the drugs thing is because of what it does to them but the vaping is so fascinating because you don't care what it does to them not that you should yeah. care but I but I'm just trying to figure out where it's, where it's coming from well it, yeah because that's funny because if, if someone was smoking cigarettes it would be because I was worried about what it does to them maybe it's because vaping there hasn't been anything like major come out where it's like vaping is so bad for you like cigarettes or drugs Right, like cocaine could be laced with the drug and it could kill you. Like, it's like, okay, that seems bad. Like, we know vaping isn't good for you, but there's nothing where it's like... That's for sure. Yeah, it's not like cigarettes where it's like, you will, if you smoke, you will die. Direct link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're more like, control yourself, please. Yeah, I don't know. It just gets gross. Yeah. I don't know. Something's probably getting triggered to me, but when I saw him the other day, this man, I was just like, you just ruined it for me. You're like, no. You're not a, you're not a hot dad anymore. You're a gross dad. Yeah. Have you, um, okay, so... 
I'm sweating because I have an outfit on underneath. It's this. hot. I'm hot. I also have a full. I'm fully clothed underneath this for like like the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So I I packed extremely light. Oh. So I all I brought were my going out clothes. That's very smart. Actually, I support that. I mean, I'm here for like. 35 hours yeah and then you just want to hang out in the hotel room honestly other than that like i've been a hotel warrior this trip i mean my flight is at 8 a.m on saturday yeah but you have i mean you have today and then tomorrow during the day yeah <laughs> you're making it seem like you leave tomorrow morning <laughs> <laughs> the dramatics of this i do i leave tomorrow morning okay so i was at dinner with these people and one of them was talking about national yeah okay on tuesday night or whatever night and one of them was talking about how he had a guest bedroom so he's gay so it's like him and his husband right so think like this they, they live at the house and one of their best friends from college came over okay and the guy like left and his husband actually it's his boyfriend his boyfriend texts him and is like um did you hook up with somebody while i was gone and he was like, no, why? And he was like, because I found lube in the guest bathroom. And he was like, oh, that's not from me. Like I had my college friend over. That must be from him. And they were like, isn't that so weird? And I was like, wait, why would it be weird to like travel with lube? And then they were like, no, he put it in like a travel sized container and labeled it like lube. Like, like, you know, how you can pour your larger shampoo into it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, one, he could just literally use like the lotion that's like supplied for him there but I did think at first I thought no it's fine that he traveled with his travel side lube then I thought it's quite odd that he did take the time to pour it into a travel size container also why does he have lube out at his <laughs> friend's place is he using it to jack off or was he just setting on the counter like wh- I need to know like was this lube just set on the counter was it used what I need oh, it was used it was used it, was there another person involved or was it just him it was just him so you used it to jack off yes and he had to do that at his friend. I could never masturbate at my friend, <laughs> my friend's guest bedroom. The larger takeaway here is that, is that, yeah, wait, I never even thought about that. I just thought, I was like, and everyone seemed to just think the oddest part was that he brought the lube like with him, like traveled on an airplane and poured it into like a travel size oh container. God, I'm literally like this out of the camera. Oh my God, get in the camera. <laughs> Sorry. Um, would you, okay, so that like, no. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if you were going somewhere and you knew you were going to have sex, wouldn't you just like maybe maybe it's a lube that you can't just buy anywhere like maybe it's like a really nice kind okay so that's that's nice because you know like so many people have like all these new flavors now and like maybe maybe he's sensitive and like this one is really good with his skin or maybe his partner that he's had sex with before likes a specific lube like the only lubes you can buy regularly are like the cheap ky ones at like cbs yeah but what if it's that in it would you think that was odd or do, do you think he could like okay let me ask you this is it weird to travel with condoms no he's coming prepared maybe he doesn't have time to go to cvs i actually like it <laughs> <laughs> like this man is smart <laughs> i don't know like travel with condoms but maybe he was like planning on having sex maybe he's hooking up some exes while he's on this trip what if he's for sure that he's not going to that's why he brought it Wait, he's for sure not? For sure not going to hook up with somebody, so he brought it for himself. What bothers me here is that he's <laughs> masturbating in his friend's guest room. I think that is so strange. Okay, let's go there. So would you ever... Ma- and wh- Wait, why would you not? I think you got to come a little closer. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like that's someone's intimate room. and I don't, It's like I wouldn't have sex in someone's guest room. Would you? No. No. I just feel like that's, it's, um, 
disrespectful. Like that's their space. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I never, ever, ever thought about that. Like that you would just wouldn't do that. Like you would do it in a hotel room. Fine. That's a communal area, so to speak. I know gross on the bed, but that's actually a really good point. Like that maybe is the largest takeaway. He definitely didn't feel weird about that part though. The owner of the house. I feel like that's such a guy thing, though. They don't care about that stuff. Right, at all. But yeah, that's the first thing I thought was, is he jacking off in his friend's guest room? Oh, the first thing I thought was, so he poured it in a travel size? I mean, I respect that. I'm like, that's nice. You, like, would do... Do you use travel size things? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. But, like, like you don't buy small shampoo. You pour your shampoo into a smaller little reusable. I do both. I buy... Like little shampoos and lotions, but like micellar water, makeup remover, I'll pour into a little travel thing. Wow. And like take it back and wash it out and like use it again. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. But that's also because I hate checking a bag. Mm, that's true. So I've just gotten used to it. Doing little things. Or like sometimes if I'm visiting a man, which I haven't done in a long time, I'll buy like my favorite stuff, but in a travel size so I can feel clean and um, smell good still. I think that's very smart. So you can't just pack all your stuff. That'd be a whole suitcase. I know. I do pack all my stuff. I got to get the little things. Every time I get the little things, I leave them there because I'm like, huh. Yeah. But it's worth it. Like when I was seeing that one guy in Texas, I, um, in Texas. I bought all my, like a packet of all my favorite things. Oh, it was perfect. Cause then I could, cause you know, sometimes when you travel, if you're gone too long, if you don't have like your own stuff, you start to feel like dirty. Yes. I don't want to feel that way. Especially if I was like going to have sex with a guy. So I brought all my, all my favorite things. You wanted to feel clean. Yeah. I like that. And also I knew that guy wouldn't have a clean shower or, um, girl stuff in his shower. Do no, just... never not stocked. So I had to come, I had to come prepared. They had to come stacked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are you going to wear to the disco cowgirl party? Oh, your birthday party? We're not calling it that. We're calling it just the disco cowgirl party. I'm calling it your birthday party. I'm having two, though, so I feel weird about that. Two? I'm having a NASCAR one. Where? Chicago. Oh, okay. I was like, excuse me. I didn't get an invite. <laughs> so you're telling me you're not invited to your my birthday. I'm, this is me. I just thought I would tell you in front of everyone. I just thought I'd let it. I, I would never have the New York birthday party if it weren't for the intern. And can I tell you, the bane of my existence would, existence would be having somebody come over every day. I think it is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I don't know. And I mean, it's the nicest way possible how you're going to function when she leaves. No, I think I will cry. I go to her for your schedule. I needed her. Like, not even in the sense of like, I needed somebody to like do this shit for me at all. Because I clearly like functioned slightly before. But I like, she comes over in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, hi. Let's talk about Shady Ray sunglasses because... Jordan, how many times have you put your sunglasses in that slicked back ponytail of yours and then pulled them out and the nose piece grabs your hair? Countless. Or you know what I've been doing? Not wearing sunglasses at all because I don't have shady, or I do now, but I didn't have shady rays. Exactly. And now you've got the shady rays nose piece and you're like, my summer hairstyles can stay. My favorite colorway is black and I know that yours is also black mm-hmm. because we are just sucker for... I love an all black look. You can't fix it. You can't not fix it. You can't beat it. So if you love your shades but you find them getting caught in your hair and it's extremely frustrating and if you're a girl... We know that to be true. Our friends at Shady Rays designed the perfect sunglasses for you. And seriously, you guys, they're cute and they're practical. Their tangle-free aviator, which I'm so glad they picked aviators, Mm -hmm. is all style and no tangle with their patent-pending nose pieces created to avoid any snags in your hair. Shady Ray's Tangle Free Aviators are one of the hottest-selling collections out right now, and they've added even more styles. 
find out why, and this always gets me, why they have over 250,000 five-star reviews. That's crazy. Can you imagine? Good sunglasses. If you don't love your shades, exchange, oh wow, exchange them or return them for free within 30 days. No risk finding your next sunglasses. These sunglasses are the best-selling collection and sell out often. But today, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is offering 30% off tangle-free aviators and more. Head to ShadyRays.com slash tangle free with code mean girl yeah she she like i think the best part about her too was like she when she started i i told graham i was like my biggest thing is i want her to always feel comfortable coming over and like day two she's like rolled in and i like and i was like oh my god good because mm-hmm. you don't want you know when somebody comes over and they're like i don't know where to sit and you're like please when i say make yourself at home actually make yourself at home yeah because then you feel so much less stressed like when you're hosting mm-hmm. and I wanted her to do that and she did it instantly. And so there was like no pressure on me and I like loved that. But what she's cracking me up is she's 21 living in New York. She has like these hinge dating. She doesn't have a list of people. She has a spreadsheet. It's so funny. Like she went on a date the other day with this guy that wore a salmon chino pants. I don't know what that is. They're like, I'll show them to you. She has a spreadsheet of all the guys she has dated or that she is currently dating. That she has gone on a hinge date with. So she can look back at the end of the summer and be like, these are all, and there's stories about them. So she doesn't forget. Wait, that's so funny. I saw, there's a TikTok where like these young girls did that. And then they like made a, a wall of like pictures of the guys, like the the thing. And then they like, went back and were like, I'm like, that's so, so I have a list. I love, I know. I was like, Jordan has a list. She was like, I have, we have a shared spreadsheet here in her roommate. And they pulled it up and I was like, no. And they were going to add headshots. And I'm like, that's so smart because you guys, like we moved to New York so much later. Mm-hmm. They moved there. I'm like, how did you even have the wherewithal to know you wanted to go? Yeah. And then to live in this, like the city so carefree. Well, I mean, to be very transparent though, like they're not living like a normal person. They're in, like they're, they're college kids still. Right. Like they're moving and having their parents like help them. And they're only here temporarily. Like they have to go back to school. She's staying what about school she can do her semester online oh and and that's what i like about her too she's like i knew i'd get to new york manifested that i did it like i knew i'd have a job and then she's like i know i will have like i know i'll stay i know i I can pay my rent i'm like you go like go girl yeah i think a lot of people though like they don't do things like like i wouldn't be able to move to new york until i was 26 because i didn't have the financial means oh right like but but you could be their age and still say like a lot of people we went to lunch or we went to dinner with some and it's like you could still graduate college and say I'm going like I'm moving to New York. Yeah, easily at 21 or 22. I don't know where I would have lived, but I it'd could be do it. <laughs> it'd be crazy, but like you could you could do it. Yeah, and it's like I didn't even have the. It wasn't even in my realm of like thoughts until later in life. It was always in my thoughts, but I never thought I could do it. Yeah, because it's scary. That, back to the. I didn't think I was capable of it at that. Also, I had a boyfriend that was holding me back from it. But, but I love that she's dating though. I love that she's dating and I love, I'm like the subway scare. Like there's so much stuff there that's scary at first. Especially coming from, oh. She came from OU, but like lives in tech, like from Houston. Still? No, I'm like, no, I think anybody, this whole, I love the interns, even the Barcelona interns that come to New York. I'm like, you guys, there's no other city in, I think America that can teach you what New York can teach you in an infinite or a finite amount of time. You will grow up real fast in that city, especially at their age. And you're not going to know anybody. You're not at home anymore where you're like, oh, hi, so-and-so. Like, remember yeah. on college campuses, you knew so many people. And then to get so far outside your comfort zone, I think is, like, invaluable. Well, and also, too, like, moving after college, I went back to Minnesota where I had all my friends. I can't imagine 
moving to a new city fresh out of college and restarting then mm-hmm. like I don't know how I I don't know where I would have began I Be know gone, began and they have this young like um go getter but do everything like mm-hmm. I want to sit in the park and drink wine and I'm like that is so fun also your intern um she has a name I just don't think we want to say it out loud we just say Amory we okay say she's very like good at being like she is on like if, if you say something like she's on top of it like I've told her things and she's like yep I'll make sure it's done like I've like told her things about our schedule and your stuff and she's like yep I'll do it and I'm like I actually believe you will and you will the amount she would happen oh my my dad's my father's day present I like wasn't there on Sunday and so I texted her and I was like hey when does the gift get in and she was like it's gonna arrive Monday I paid for express shipping and I know she did because I saw the receipt mm-hmm. and she was like I'm on the phone right now with UPS trying to get you a refund please tell your dad it's my fault and I was like okay I voice I I'm learning a lot too because I I voice noted her back and I'm like I need you to hear this because it might not come off right over text I don't know that you understand what you just did by falling on the sword. Like, let's, it, we don't need to get in cahoots about the Father's Day present, right? But there is a level of somebody working for you that you want them to be like, yeah, it should have been there on time. Yeah. And to have the wherewithal to not be like, oh my God, UPS, to just be like, it's not there. It's my bad. Yeah. And it's like, and you did pay for the right amount of shipping. And it's like somebody just taking, like, I think we see this a lot, people that don't work hard. So when somebody does, you're like, go get them. Um, People taking responsibility for their actions. So hard to find. Someone working hard. So hard to find. Mm -hmm. Like, I have such bad trust issues. Yes. Like, it will take me months before I, before I can hand you over a task and think you're just going to do it. Well, and to, and to know it's so much easier. There's so many like things I give her and I'm like, it's just easier to not do that. Mm -hmm. It's a little harder to do it. Yeah. And it's just like every time just being like, no, my name's on that. I'm doing it. Yeah, she's been great. She's been great. Is she going to stay your intern throughout the rest of the school? I was going to say college year, school year? We'll discuss it. Okay. I hope. I think um, you might just need like a little bit of a personal assistant just in life in general. I just love her. It's just been really nice for me to have someone that I can text when I need um, you to know when something is. She's just great at that. I know. Literally. She's like responding to emails and like things are arriving. She's like, you got these flowers. I'm like, from who? And she's like, this hair care company. And I'm like, huh. Love. Where did that come from? She's like, your email. And I'm like, nice. Um. So yeah, I love that. I love her. But back to your birthday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What are you, wait, what are you doing in Chicago or Chicago? I, since I can't go, I need to know. NASCAR cowgirl party. Okay. So you're having friends from home, school, like. Just my brother and his girlfriend and my friend Nugget. Are they all coming to Chicago then? Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be fun. Well, my brother was like, I, he's like, I don't know what's going on with this uh, NASCAR thing, but mm-hmm. like, you clearly love it. What are you doing for your 30th? And I was like, I'm going to the NASCAR race. And I was like, do you want to come? And he was like, I would love to see what's going on. And he's got friends that live in Chicago. So it like worked out perfectly, but I'm glad that he gets to have a little taste of my love. I love that. Are you guys going to be there over the fourth too? No, I don't know where I'm going for the fourth. Okay. Where are you going for the fourth? I'll be in the shore. That's why I can't go to NASCAR. Oh, that's right. You're going to, I forget you're going to the shore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The world's kind of my oyster from Chicago. And let me tell you what, it's only until July 11th. It's, it's, there's a gap. I can get to Mykonos. I'm looking at it. No, literally the other day, I don't remember exactly how the conversation went, but Barstool gives us one week off. One week where we actually don't have to work. It's 4th right. of July week. I don't know why we get that week off, but we do. And <laughs> Most patriotic company ever. <laughs> and we are double recording, obviously, the week before the 4th. So our producer, 
does not work because like he does not have to work on a company holiday correct like we'll obviously still do things but we don't have to do that we don't have to record an episode and alex was like so does that mean i can flee x y and z dates and i go no <laughs> i was like what? So, you were like can i flee the 28th through like the 16th and i go you can't flee the 28th because your birthday party is the 28th and no you have to be back the 11th because we have to record on the 12th <laughs> i'm like so you're telling me i can leave new york all of july i have identity theft I checked my credit score because I want to open up this credit card. And I was like, let me just check my credit score. It should be fine. Why are you so calm? Well, I've, op- I've, I've filed a couple appeals. Somebody, when I, was, when I was seven years old, opened up a city card. And yeah, I owe like three grand on it. And so my, my score is like a C. Okay. I have a few questions. What? One, do you know who this person is? No. Two, why did nobody tell you? Like, don't you think your bank should have contacted you been like you owe three grand but it's not my bank shouldn't your financial guy be like you have a shitty credit score yeah i do think somebody could have told me no that they definitely like my my financial person has told me that that you have a bad credit score no i have a oh i was like you probably have a perfect credit score. (laughs) i I do have a perfect credit score no like they keep like they i remember like when i went on with them like they checked it immediately and they check it to make sure like i'm paying and stuff and like my accountant too yeah i don't know i have a bad one I have a bone to pick with somebody on your side of the household. I know. I was like, I, I got on like credit, googlecreditscore.com and then like I was on it and I was like, oh no. Wait, so what does that mean? I, I don't know. I, I, so I, I submitted an appeal. It got actually declined. So then I submitted another one. It's just not me. I'm like, I don't even know how to lot. Like I was seven years old. Shouldn't they have flagged that? Like how the hell is a seven year old? Well, this guy, this girl or guy that's, that ha- that has access to the card. It's odd. Sometimes they're like paying off parts of it and things like that. It's active. It's highly active. It's not me. Obviously, it's not me. I'm sorry. That's like very stressful. Yeah, I was like, uh, okay. That's not going to affect your Mykonos trip, is it? <laughs> well, no, but it would be nice <laughs> to fix that before my Mykonos trip. You've been talking about Europe for months. You need to go. I think I'm going to go in the fall. You got to scratch the itch when you get it. If I you can. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go in the fall. I, I have this like weird, you know how you told me you have this weird feeling you're going to go in the summer. Mm-hmm. I have this weird feeling I'm going to go in like October. When, like where would you go? Um, I would go to Italy, Greece. Um, what were the five? I had five. It was, well, it was, uh, Positanos, mm, Mykonos or Santa Trini. Um, I, I feel like I would kind of have to hit like London, um, South of France. And then I don't know what the fifth one was. I actually want to go to Greece, Italy, and, um, South France. I was going to say one or Tuscany. So I was like St. Tropez. I'm going to South of France. Like I was like, I know that's where that. So mm-hmm. I started planning it. That's oh, that's France. South of France. Oh, yeah. Um, Spain. That was the other one. Spain. Barcelona. Yeah, that's the best one right there. I um, started doing the whole St. Tropez thing and I was like planning it and I was like, this isn't for me. So that I was like, no. So then I was like, well, where else do I go? So I, Croatia was overwhelming to look at. So then I was like, okay, I'll look at Greece. And I think you would love Santorini and the vineyards. But I was like, I, I, it sounds like I'm a Mykonos girl. Wait, not that anyone listening cares, but now I have a question. So Santorini is more vineyards versus Mykonos? Yeah, so Mykonos is a little bit more, it seemed like, clubby, not, I'm not going to say party-ish, but more like you basically get like hotels, beach, the local area, shopping, and like clubs. Ooh. Santorini 
I think the best way is you do them both, right? Like you get yeah. the best of both worlds. Santorini was like, they called it the romantic city. Like there's vineyards. Like, yeah, exactly. I was like, you would love Santorini. And then Saint Tropez, that was too vineyardy for you too? No, there was no vineyards there. It was just very like, what else are we going to do here? Okay. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I think I'm more of a Santorini girl then. I think you would love it. Um, Question. Do you like uh, for a listener question? Um, okay, you can read it because I can't read. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listener question. Breakdown, dating a sober guy. Love the pod. Three years and trying to date women who drink a good amount and would be curious your take on the concept of dating a sober guy. Which is great because obviously you're married to a sober man. Married to a sober guy. And I, I think Graham is uniquely sober because when we met he was not and now he is. And we actually touched base on this the other day because he was out with a group of friends. He went back home to San Diego and he, which is where he went to college. And he was with a guy that he hadn't seen in a long time. And he brought friends and they all went out to dinner on Friday night. And the guy ordered like a round of shots and like puts one in front of Graham. He's like, you're going to love it. And Graham was like, oh my God, I haven't drank in four years. And he said, the table was kind of like, oh. And Graham was like, that, it's so funny because most, 95% of the time being sober has only pros. But he was like, my biggest fear around it is telling someone and it killing the mood. Yeah. And then being like, oh, like now I can't have fun. And so I never thought about it from that stand. Like, I think I was so quick to always push optimism on him. Like, yeah, but imagine how you feel the next ball. And he's like, right. But I still hate that moment. It's sad that we have that stereotype around people. If you don't drink, you're just boring or awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. It took me. Or buzzkill. A buzzkill. You're automatically a buzzkill. Or a goody two shoes. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, some people will even go as far as like, oh, that guy doesn't drink. Yeah. And it's like, let me tell you, you can hardly even start to imagine most of the time why someone doesn't drink. Right. So I, I think for a guy that's, that's going on dates with girls that drink a good amount. Well, I think the first question is, does he care? Cause there are some people that don't want to be around it. And there's some people that don't care. Yeah. So like, um, so the, the curious on your, on your take, uh, I can't read curious wait would be curious on your take of the concept of dating a sober guy so i will be very honest Mm -hmm. you've always said this i could never date a sober guy Mm -hmm. i i even had a friend one uh actually a few weeks ago she showed me this like a very attractive man she was like he is your type 2t is so high so i was like this man is so hot but she goes i totally know he is sober and i was like i i have to i have to pass i'm sorry and it's not to the point where I can't control my alcohol or I need a drink to have fun. It's just I appreciate wine. I love wine. I I, I need my – if I could even date a guy who hated wine. Mm-hmm. And I also love the idea of going to a nice restaurant and enjoying cocktails together. I'm never one to drink alone. I never will drink alone. I don't drink alone. And I just know myself and I wouldn't be able to do that. And it's – Nothing against people who are sober. I'm not saying I need alcohol in any way, shape, or form. This isn't like, I don't want people to like, like come for me. Mm -hmm. This is just how I feel. And unfortunately, like I could never date a sober guy just because I value so many fun experiences that you can do with fun cocktails and wine and this or that. And I don't think, okay, you saying you would never date a sober guy. I don't even think you need to back it up because sometimes we'll go out with people or I'll meet a girl and I'm like, what's your type? And she's like, he's got to be Jewish. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you know that. That's like a massive value for you. Yeah. Fine. Somebody might be like, listen, if he's not a voracious reader, like he's just not going to be my guy. Maybe you'll be proved wrong one day. I have no idea. Yeah. But I think with this guy, I have so many girlfriends that'll have like a glass of wine or two mm-hmm. and then like they're good. 
Yes. Equally, I've got a bunch of friends that are like, let's go out tonight. Like, I'm really craving a fun time. That might not be his girl, but he might yeah. be the, he doesn't need, maybe he doesn't need a sober girl, but like he could do a girl that's like, yeah, I, I like to drink on occasion. Like, if you don't care, that'd be great. Yeah. And I have so many friends who are so content with dating a sober guy. And like, I could even date someone who's like, oh, I don't like to drink that much, but I'll have a nice glass of wine here or there. It's just, I don't know, for me. It's part of your, your life is fun. Yeah. That's, I think that's, I think that that's, okay, maybe he could somehow. Like, I'm wondering if these girls are having a problem with him not drinking or if, or if he's having a problem with them drinking too much. But I'm, okay, I did just get like secondhand anxious thinking about this. Walking into the date to sit down mm-hmm. on a Friday night. And she's like, what do you like to drink? You know, like I can have a margarita. So he's like, I don't drink. And then it's buzzkill. Well, one time one of my friends went on a date with this guy. She didn't know he was sober, which I think you should be very upfront. If you're like on a dating app, you need to let them know that you don't drink. Mm -hmm. And she didn't know. They went on the date. He's like, I don't drink. She's like, that's fine. Do you care if I get a drink? He's like, oh my God, please get a drink. Which I also think is if you are sober, you have to be okay going on dates with people who drink if you aren't open about it. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, have a drink. And she had like three or four drinks because obviously when you're in first date you're nervous Mm -hmm. and she thought the day went so well she never heard from him again and now she thinks like maybe i was just like a train wreck i had four drinks he was sober i can't imagine being around someone having four drinks so like she was like i can see it being very obnoxious for a guy who doesn't drink to go out with girls who are just like oh my god yeah like but you know how we get when we have four drinks in us so i can see it on both sides i could never date someone who drinks a lot if i was sober no, no, no. I, and I think it's good to know, like, okay, being married to a sober guy, I'll say there's more, there's a ton of pros. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always knows what happened. He can always take care of you of like any hour of the night. If anybody calls him, he knows what's going on. He's got wherewithal. They say, like, I did read a lot about it. And the, the further you get away from it, the more your brain, like, even after you've had one glass of wine, your brain chemistry changes, right? So when you stop doing that, that's really healthy for some brains, right? Yeah. And then I think about, so that's, that's all the pros. Then I think about being at dinner and you're not drinking. And let's say I had three glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. We're, we're on simply put, factually put, our, our brains are now firing differently. If yours is always firing from a place of not, um, what's the word? Not uninhibited, not, not altered by anything. Yeah. And then I've had three glasses of wine. I do sometimes think the next morning he's like, yeah, okay. Like, and I remember, of course I remember everything I said, but he's like, did you mean that? And, and sometimes you don't always mean what you said after three glasses of wine. So I do think that could get a little bit like, yeah, you do. Cause then, because then if you're dating somebody that also is having bottle of wine, bottle of wine, then you're both like, okay, how fun. We're all both having a bottle of wine. But if you remove that from it, you do. I think it's healthy that you think about that because mm-hmm. that's think about that. He's always sober. And you all, the, the speed of the relationship will go at different paces for both of you. Because if I feel like for me, at least when I've dated guys and we're drinking, the relationship tends to speed up because like you get more comfortable with each other. Uh-huh. You get intimate sooner, physical, all that stuff. But if he's sober and she's not like he might be here and she might be here thinking like this is how like this is how serious it is but he might be like no 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 I, I really when we've been going on dates we aren't like getting deep at all but in her mind she's like we're having the most gr- like the great conversation we're so deep and like we've been like all this stuff mm-hmm. so I feel like the speed of the relationship could go at different paces for both of them that's very I think that's like 
very true. I mean, think about the guy went on a date with till five thirty a.m. If we were sober, that never would have happened. But since we did, I feel I feel like, which I probably don't, but I feel like I know I'm ten times better now. Yeah, you feel like you bonded. Yeah, as opposed to let's say you went on three coffee dates in the morning, you really bonded probably with that person actually more. Mm-hmm. But we think like you love a night out. You have those friends you love a night out with. Yeah, I do think this too though. It's different because I didn't start dating Graham. He, he was drinking. Mm-hmm. But like imagine your first hookup or something and you're both sober or you're both drunk. Like if you're both drunk, you're like, let's just I, I, we're spoiled sometimes as humans because you don't have to feel that anxiety mm-hmm. if you have been drinking a little. But if you haven't and one hat, I mean, imagine that that's hard, too. Yeah. So I guess the biggest thing with him is I'm curious if, if he's having a problem with girls drinking too much or if the girls are having a problem with him not drinking. I think he could. OK, I think if if the girls are having a problem with him. I think if he really feels this, he could come at it from a place of like, okay, I don't drink. You're going to have a blast tonight. We're going to go out. And just to let you know too, like one date, we are going to do like a coffee date or like, I'm going to take you to do something kind of from my world. Yeah. And then I'm going to come into yours all the time too. And like, I'm going to learn your favorite drinks. And you know, like I think he could, I hate this. I hate this, but I think Graham feels it too. The sober person has to carry the burden of making the person that drinks feel comfortable. And I don't know why that is. And I really don't, like that. But now that you and I both know somebody that doesn't drink like Graham, right? If we encountered a person at the table that doesn't drink, I'll always say, why or how long? That's actually so true because I've all, we've all had friends who do like sober September or dry January or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know when I go out with them, I'm always kind of like, are they having fun? Are they having fun? Right. Are they, are they, are they getting away with us? Cause we're all drunk and they're not. Are they having fun? Mm-hmm. That's so true. And Graham says this all the time if he's at a table with people and he's like, oh no, thank you. I don't drink. People are kind of like, awkward and he's like I would love it if somebody was like what's your story with that or have you always not yeah and why are people so like I'm a nosy nora and I will always ask but like so many people are like well I don't want to intrude it's like just ask if they don't want to tell you they'll say I don't want to tell you yeah or like that's personal some people are proud of their story or why they don't and they want and they want to share it yeah yeah that's hard I feel like he just has to make sure he's very open and like he needs to know that there are girls out there that don't want to drink or don't drink a tongue like there's there's a, there's somebody for everyone out there well and I think he's unique I think he'll find the perfect per- I think he's got a better shot at finding Miss Perfect with this little additive mm-hmm. because he'll figure out really quickly who's like that is so maybe he goes on a date with somebody, my dad doesn't drink yeah you know like I think that is so cool or I actually don't like to drink I just felt always felt pressured to it's so great that you don't now I don't feel pressured to drink anymore yes I've always wanted to know. I mean, like, I think that there's more silver linings that come out of this than not. So stick with it. My guess is maybe he should start trying to date different types of girls. Maybe he's like sticking with the same type. Mm -hmm. I mean, like we all have a type. Sometimes that type is not good for us. He's got like a little additive thing where he can mix it up. Yeah. I like that. I think he has an exciting road ahead of him. Yeah. Good. It's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah. If you're listening, keep dating and maybe just pick like date just different types of people and be open about it in the get go. I think we should. I'll, it's me today. I'll tell him. I'm going to DM him back and be like, hey, we talked about it. Yeah. Because I'm excited for him. Um, okay. Like, comment, subscribe. Do what you do best. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Start over. Go. AB, do what you do best. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. And leave us a five-star review. And make sure to watch us on YouTube so you can see all our hand talking. And the thing at the beginning. And me probably not even half of the class. <laughs> clip because I'm out of it.